Hey, pop punk enthusiasts. Welcome back to another episode of Pop Punk Promo Podcast. My name is Sydney and I am the host of this incredible new podcast. I just want to thank all of my listeners again for being so loyal and so kind to me throughout this entire process. It really means the world to me. And thank you to anyone who is brand new just checking me out right now because your support means the world to me as well. I truly wouldn't be where I am without the listeners. So thank you everyone who has ever listened to me, whether you're a consistent listener or you're brand new here and you've only heard one, maybe two episodes. A reminder to all of you that I do have listener support activated on my Anchor page, so you can go ahead, donate however much or as little as you want if you want to give me a little bit of extra support just to keep the podcast up and running. With that being said, I also have my Patreon activated as well, and there are three incredible tiers that you can subscribe to if you are interested in supporting me further. I have links to everything on my website, poppunkpromo.com. So if you're interested in anything relating to my website, whether it be featured artists, if you want to support me further or anything that I've talked about on the podcast, it'll all be there, poppunkpromo.com. This week, I wanted to do something a little bit fun and unique for the episode. So normally I give you a little bit of news or, you know, a pop punk icebreaker topic. But this week, I'm going to play a little game with you guys if you're interested. So I'm going to play a little game of this or that pop punk icon edition. I'll give you two options for a pop punk icon and you can choose which one that you like better. So I'll play this game on my Instagram. I might put it on Twitter as well and I'll give you my insight too on what I think would be my choice out of the two. The first two bands I'm putting up head to head are going to be Stand Atlantic or Hot Milk. Now, I'm doing this on purpose. I'm putting two very similar type bands next to each other to make it a little bit more difficult. Me personally, I love both of these bands a lot, but Stand Atlantic has to take the cake for me. I love them so much and I've loved them for a very long time. So for me, Stand Atlantic over Hot Milk. Round two, Set It Off or The Somerset. Now, these ones are a little less similar, but similar enough, and they were pretty popular around the same era as well. So me personally, I'm going to go with Set It Off. I love them so much. I've loved them for quite a few years now. And don't get me wrong, I love the summer set as well, but just something about Set It Off and Cody Carson, I just love them so incredibly much. So that would be my answer. Round three, Scene Queen or Maggie Lindemann? Now, this one is is actually quite hard for me. I don't know why I did this to myself. I like both of them for different reasons. I feel like they both have a heavier style of music. And Scene Queen is very bold, but so is Maggie, but in a different way. I think I'm going to go with Scene Queen on this one because... I don't know. I just really like her a lot. I like her sense of style and her uniqueness compared to other artists. So I'm going to go with Scene Queen on this one, but that was very hard because I do love Maggie a lot as well. Round four, Paramore or Avril Lavigne? Okay, this one will probably be hard for a lot of you and that's understandable. Me personally, I am much more of an Avril fan than I am Paramore. Now, I love Paramore a lot, and I have mad respect for Haley Williams, absolutely, but I just really grew up with Avril, like, way more than I did Paramore, so 
me personally, I, I'm going to go with Avril and you guys will probably disagree. Maybe not, but that's my opinion. I'm going with Avril. And the final round I've got for you guys is water parks or state champs. Now, you guys probably know the answer to this. My all-time favorite band ever is water parks. So that is going to be my choice. I know that's not everyone's choice and I love state champs so much and I've had an even deeper respect and love for them in the recent months as well. So this one's hard, but I, I have to go with water parks 100%. Love those boys. Okay, so that is my take on the this or that pop punk icon edition. So let me know what you guys think, what your choices are for each of the five rounds I did for you guys. And like I said, I will have those polls up for you guys on Instagram. I'll probably get it up on TikTok and Twitter as well. And then I'll also have it in the end show notes on Anchor as well. So you guys can actually go on their Spotify and you guys can vote as well. Okay, you guys, that's going to be it for my intro today because the interview I got for you guys is very special and unique compared to everything else that I've done on the podcast. And it took a little bit longer than most of my interviews do. So I want to make sure that we leave plenty of time for you guys to actually get all of the good info from these guys. I am very excited to introduce this week's featured artist to you guys. They are so cool. This is a artist duo and I found out about them not too long ago. They are super cool. They're from Nashville currently. I mean, one of them is from Minnesota. The other one is from the East Coast, but currently they are located in Nashville and they are so cool. It is actually a couple pairing which is super cool because you don't see that too often in music now what makes this interview unique from the other ones that i've done is this one was actually a live video interview that i did over google meet and i've never done that before if you guys didn't know i don't do the interviews in person or even over zoom live ever so this is my first one that's live and completely raw and I will do some editing to it so it's a little bit more clean, but otherwise you guys are getting pretty much just the raw footage of our conversation. Now, the cool thing about this is I will, for the first time ever, be able to feature some video footage of the actual interview itself so you guys can see me and the people who I'm talking to. And this is going to be exclusive content at first, so I'm going to put the video on Patreon at some point here once I get it all edited and all that. So it'll be exclusive for my Patreon subscribers. So if you are interested in that exclusive content, go ahead and subscribe to my Patreon and you can go ahead and look at the video interview. Without further ado, I would love to introduce you guys to this week's featured artist. This week, I am featuring the musician duo Dawn. Full disclaimer for myself, Dawn is spelled D-A-V-V-N, and I definitely did not know it was pronounced Dawn until I actually interviewed them and they corrected me. So you will hear that in the interview. I apologize. It looks like Davin. It's not. It is Dawn. So without further ado, guys, here is the interview that I did with Dawn. I hope you guys enjoy. Okay, so we've got the band Davin here today. So, hi guys, how are you doing? You want to let the listeners know your names, pronouns, and how you guys know each other, all that stuff. 
Absolutely. So I'm McCall. I'm she, her, um, and I'm the, primarily the vocalist. Mike does sing sometimes, which is awesome. Sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> and I also do a lot of the songwriting um, and composition together. Awesome. I'll let Mike go. Yeah, I'm Mike, uh, he, him, but uh, I'm like the guitar player in the band, do a little bit of production, uh, sometimes singing, you know, sometimes backup vocals, you know, but also write the songs with McCall. And then, of course, we have some other co-writers and yeah. other people awesome. we work with, too. Yeah. yeah. And um, it's so funny because um, we originally, like, came up with the band name Dawn because we thought it'd be cool to have, like, two peace signs, two Vs next to each other. But everybody, like, will call us, like, Davin or Dawn. See, and I'm, like, I even said it wrong the first time. So now I know it's Dawn. So... Sorry, I guys. It. This no, is just no, the way no it is working with people over the internet. So, Absolutely. Dawn, nice to actually meet you guys. Yeah, um, nice I'm to meet Sydney, you. so that you guys can actually see a face to the person. So, as the listeners probably don't know, but you guys are the first ones that are doing a video interview with me. So, this will actually go up on my Patreon and all that stuff um, eventually in the future here. But I'm really excited to have you guys on here. Um, where are you guys from? I'll let Mike. Tell a little bit sure, about yeah. I'm originally from like the Boston area. I grew up in like the suburbs north of the city. Um, and then I met McCall actually, we went to the same college together and mm -hmm. we met like senior year after a Kesha concert of all things. Yeah. Oh my gosh, <laughs> Love literally Kesha. covered in glitter. We met, it was great. Um, That's iconic though, what a better way to meet someone! <laughs> awesome. Uh, so yeah, we met in Boston. I'm originally from Minnesota slash Las Vegas, kind of yeah. grew up in both areas. Um, and now we're in Nashville together as a band so nice That's awesome great. yeah and I'm from Minnesota too I'm actually in Wisconsin right now I'm finishing up my degree at college I literally graduate like two days from now so oh my God. It's, oh, yeah it's kind of exciting so I'll be right back in Minneapolis as soon as this is all over so love yeah. it I yeah. love Minnesota so much I do not miss the cold though not oh my God. one bit <laughs> we literally just got like seven inches of snow today it's ridiculous like my car got stuck as I was trying to leave it was it was so horrible so yeah you're not missing anything up here oh, man. <laughs> Minnesota summers a plus but True. the winter is brutal so yeah. we're happy to be here too because music is like such a big part of Nashville and um the pop like rock alternative scene is just really up and coming here which is amazing to see because primarily it was very country oriented um yeah. and folk oriented but now you have so many amazing people like charlotte sands coming out of here Mar marissa mayno um i'm trying to think austin like just so many really cool artists and a lot of cool women artists which is amazing yes. i mean you know yeah. peyton too peyton marie yeah so. i was gonna say i, I featured peyton a couple of weeks ago on here and she is awesome too so i don't know i i was joking with her i'm like maybe i need to move down to nashville like but i was talking with my parent or my grandparents about how i want to be doing music and stuff and they're like well you should go to nashville and i was like isn't that where all the country people live? And I was like, I don't want to do that. But it seems like it's a lot more alternative now, which is super cool. So definitely. Yeah, I <laughs> know. Awesome. It's it's amazing to be here. Um, yeah, it's it's a healthy mix of both. You know, it definitely has the country reputation and there's still a lot of country <laughs> people here. But like within the pop scene, there's so many people now and it's really growing, I think, especially since like 2020 when everybody started moving down here, I think. Yeah. So. Yeah. Which yeah, was exactly. huge for us, too, because when we first started working together, it was just the two of us. Um, and then now that we're down here, we can pull in so many other co-writers and you get 
other people's, you know, opinions and different sounds and like lyric ideas all coming together. And it really strengthens your own music. Um, Cause we were just writing the two of us for like a couple years doing stuff mm-hmm, back in Boston. Yeah. And now it's, it's been like a totally different process. You just grow so much as an artist being able to work with other talented musicians. Awesome. So cool. So it sounds like you've been doing this for a few years now. So I guess my first question is how long have you guys been making your own music and like, how did you guys get started doing all of that? Yeah, I think we've probably been making music in some form for like five years together, but we had like a couple different projects before we finally like started doing Dawn. And originally like Dawn was more like electronic style too. And then we started like shifting more towards like alternative and like guitar focused stuff which eventually felt more natural because like I've always been a guitar player. Like I was in a band back in high school too, that did this kind of music as well. So it's like, we've come full circle now and I'm so glad it's back. Yeah. He was in a really cool high school band called one step away. That was in Boston. (laughs) They have like some really awesome pop punk bangers. And then I had always been just kind of doing my own thing, like acoustic singer songwriter stuff. So it was finally nice to, to kind of, um, do more of the songwriting and have Mike come in with instrumentals because I'm I can play guitar but it's not my like strong suit like vocals are where I really thrive um so combining our skills was was great cool awesome yeah that's just so cool to see you guys just like working together and doing your thing and like I don't know I feel that too I I only know how to play like one instrument I can play alto saxophone and tenor too I guess but hey that's pretty awesome yeah (laughs) I've been playing it for like 12 years so yeah <laughs> if we ever need a sax I know exactly who to call oh, uh, gives me a lot of anxiety but I know I could do it so <laughs> I've just never done that for anyone before but that would be cool I would take you up on that offer right I, I can, yeah. can you imagine like a saxophone just coming in like a really heavy like outro and then the sax just like hits oh at gosh. the end I mean like are you guys familiar with set it off at all because like Cody Carson yes. does that kind of stuff like all the time he's like a phenomenal human being I don't even know how he does like half the stuff he does so you you know it's so it's funny because I'm like familiar with set it off because of scene queen which I feel like is probably like <laughs> traitorous to go in that yeah. direction that's so funny I need to go listen to like their stuff and I'm I'm pumped to hear that now that's yeah wild. they're they're super awesome and yeah I I learned about scene queen I think from TikTok actually I like saw her like come in do her little like prance thing and I was like who is that and so like she caught my <laughs> attention love her and then I saw that she did the um collaboration was set it off and I'd like died it was it's it's perfect (laughs) I love them both so much but um all right so what kind of inspired you guys to make your own music I felt like like because we weren't doing music for a little bit like when we first started dating and I felt like this void of not working on anything and then I kind of like kept pushing Mike I'm like we should well we were doing like little covers and stuff like that like I had been in on this like hiatus from writing music for a long time because I had been in the band and the band broke up. And then like, since then I had been like, re- like recording other bands for friends and like other bands at college. Yeah. And then when McCall and I met and started dating, you know, we were doing like little like cover stuff. We do open mics and stuff like that. And we were like, oh, we're not doing it too seriously. But then like, inevitably, like we just fell into starting doing mm-hmm. music. Like McCall had brought like this really cool demo um, to yeah. me that she had and she says she doesn't produce, but she does produce a little bit. <laughs> but she produced this really cool demo. And I was like, oh, my God, this is amazing. I love the, the direction of this song. Like, let's finish it. And then from there, it just kind of, we just snowballed, kept, snowballed yeah. and kept working and yeah. kept it up. Yeah. There's like this wild, like magic feeling that happens when you write music, like you create something. I, it's just like unexplainable 
to, to people who, who don't do it, I guess. I yeah. don't know if anyone's listening who doesn't, but there's, I'm sure it happens with like art in so many different senses, but I felt like I was missing that for a while. Um, so we kind of got back into it and then just started to really kind of come into our own sound too, which has been really cool. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Yeah, that's super cool. And like, I don't know, I don't have any of that experience like songwriting really, but like I do have a little bit of the production side too. I do some some audio stuff and like even with the podcast here, it's like seeing how I evolve every single week, how, like what I can do differently, like, you know, in this this week too, I'm actually live interviewing you guys here, which is a super cool experience because I was really nervous and I was like, how am I going to do this? But it's turned out great so far, I think. So like, yeah, that's we say that now in some crazy like uh, asteroid from space is going to hit and just ruin everything. Yeah. Oh my gosh. gosh. It's basically what the snow is outside. That's literally ruined everything. So (laughs) I feel for you. Oh my gosh. I know it's terrible. But um, okay, moving along here. My next question for you guys. Um, how would you describe your personal brand as a band? Like, how do you like want to show yourselves to people? How do you like want your image to look? Totally. Um, I, I think it's like kind of weird because we picked out the name kind of being like, oh, this is a cool name. Like I like the two V's. And now I feel like it really embodies the like kind of imperfect pop feeling. There's like that really sad feeling when like the night's ending, super bittersweet, but like a new day is starting. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of what we want all of our music to feel like, like whether it's something like really depressing that there's like a little bit of hope. Or like the opposite, like nothing is super freaking happy. Like we have a new song coming out um, next year that's called Depressed in Heaven. Kind of about like, even if you're really, really happy, there's always something that's like in the back of your mind, like pulling you back down. Um, So yeah, that's kind of our brand. It's like a gritty butterfly. I don't know. I like that too I feel like so many people that I've interviewed to have the same kind of vibe they're like I want to be edgy but not too edgy you know it's like I feel like a lot of the pop punk scenes changed from being so like I'm sad to like hey we're hopeful now let's we got this guys we're like in our 30s we can do this like absolutely it's great no <laughs> I love 100%. it I feel like um I want to be sad, but like, I don't want to be depressed, you know? <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. What's the cat's name? I need to know. <laughs> this Louis. guy's, yeah. His this, name is Louis. And we, he also uh, loves to walk across keyboards. We got Shoot. him this year. He was like, I swear to God, this big. And now he is like 12 pound furball. And- oh my gosh. For everyone that's not seeing this, he is the most adorable little like orange <laughs> cat. He's so cute. He's so chill. He's just sitting there. <laughs> He's like he actually it. the most amazing cat yeah. I've ever met. Oh my gosh, I love cats so much. I've got a little dog at home, little tiny dog, and then a cat too, and she's just the sweetest. So, oh, oh my god, cats for life. Yes, absolutely. All right, now we're getting we're getting off track, but that's okay. That's what this is about, right? Um, okay, next question for you guys: Are you guys signed to a label at all? If you are, which one? Uh, no. We are not signed. Um, we have never, <laughs> Completely never independent. been signed, yeah. <laughs> which is, you know, it's it's good and it's bad. I do think, you know, you have a lot of creative control and you can kind of set your own pace and release exactly what you want to put out to the public and choose your brand and stuff like that. Um, yeah. the, the bad enjoy, bit. But the bad bit is that you're also doing so much work on yes. your own. 
and also probably working a day job too, which is what we do. Yeah, um, I believe that that's got to be so hard. And that's the answer I've gotten from like everyone. They're like, it's cool. You get to do what you want. You're not like restricted yeah. by like, you know, the walls of a record label, but you know, totally. it's just a lot of extra work. <laughs> Absolutely. And the worst part actually is we can't put a TikTok video out that says my label won't let me release this. I know we have to make up a fake label. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. You can't participate in the trend, right? Oh no. <laughs> that's okay. You just say I'm my own boss. I said I could do it. So you guys get this cool song. So exactly. We'll flip bring it on the power head. into your own hands. <laughs> that's cool. I guess, you know, what label would you want? to to be signed to if you if you could I, I feel like I used to love fueled by ramen back yeah. in the day yeah oh my I god they're still too. going they still got a lot of good artists right <laughs> I I think um games we play isn't he on yeah, games we play I yeah so that and um water sick. parks just got signed to them too yeah which I love them a lot I don't know if you can see you probably can't but I have a water parks poster behind me so. I saw your video <laughs> where you're using their song and you're like Oh yeah, I yeah. can see that I'm obsessed. With, or like, yeah, no. <laughs> literally, to, if you look like to the left of me, you can't see, but I've got it's like my water parks wall. Like I've got like a whole flag. I've got all of my stuff. It's it's super great. You but... should throw in just one picture of like Wisconsin Dells or something on there. Oh my <laughs> god, like, one actual water park. <laughs> oh, I see. Oh my god, that's hilarious. I I have like a whole uh billboard full of like mall of america pictures because they they visited there and they did like an in-store uh acoustic thing so it was kind of cool but <laughs> i love that yeah I, i'm away awesome. for life <laughs> but yeah anyway fueled by ramen yeah i used to love them as a kid too i remember i got like this sticker and i like put it on my car when i was like 16 and i was like i'm so cool i've got fueled by ramen on here no one knows what this means unless they're the real ones you know like <laughs> exactly <laughs> but now it's like i feel like all the people that we loved back then are like you know, like they've kind of died down or there's yeah. scandals or something <laughs> like it's it's just kind of hard to keep justifying a lot of these bands. But oh, it is what yeah. it is. <laughs> I don't know why it is just laced with scandal. I think it's because they're all like boy bands and then the fans are all like 16 year old girls. Like it's it's yeah. just it's a, it's a problem for sure. And I sometimes I worry like water parks will get it like I know Austin's a good guy like I don't think he would ever do anything that's like creepy but like the you fan base is so small so or, or, like I mean young is what I'm trying to say yeah. and it's just it's very hard you know especially with like allegations it's so hard to know like what's true what's not and so you just try to level it out the best you can so Absolutely. and that's <laughs> yeah. why we need more all-girl bands I mean not yes. that they couldn't do it too but <laughs> Sorry, Mike, you're, you're cut out now. You're not part of the band anymore. If we put a wig on him, I mean, he could pass, right? Yeah. We could make him a drag queen. Let's go. Just, <laughs> he got his ears we, pierced finally, so. Yeah, <laughs> Exciting. I know, I still haven't told my mom, so. Yeah. <laughs> Don't watch this, mom. I was, like, wearing, like, a beanie on FaceTime. Like, no, I'm just Mom, if you're I'm watching this, this it's just for the TikTok, I swear. <laughs> yeah. Like, they're just temporary. Oh, my God. That's funny. All right. Well, speaking of TikTok, my yeah. next question is how has TikTok influenced the success of the band? Um, I mean, I would I would say pretty hugely, especially with like the last <laughs> yeah. song that we put out, um, or the song before last, which was fucked up lullaby. Um, yeah, we had not really expected anything to come out of TikTok up until that point. I think mm -hmm. we were like we had gotten pretty much 300 views on every video we put yeah. out. And then, you know, we started teasing that one and 
whether it was just controversial or it was eye-catching <laughs> i don't i don't know what but that song really did happen to take off on tiktok for us which obviously like huge for our success and that one i think we like 10x our listeners yeah like within nice. like a month and so. we we got our first spotify placement on fresh finds because yep. of that which is just oh my like gosh congratulations wild. yeah Thank that's you. awesome yeah cool. yeah tiktok so is so crazy like i just don't it's it's weird because like you said you go from having like no views and then it just takes one and it's inexplicable why it just goes viral and you go oh shit I guess we're famous now like <laughs> it's crazy so yeah and obviously you don't want to just like write music for TikTok either like I know there's a bunch of people who are like A B C D E U F have you seen that yeah yeah <laughs> yeah or like the Leah Kate stuff which weird how it's always directed at women again side yes. note. <laughs> Anyways, but yeah, so we don't want to write music for TikTok, but it's obviously nice when something does well so that you can bring in other people to hear your other music that you've written. So it's yeah. like, it's crazy because before TikTok too, I mean, getting your music out to like 10 people, like at a show was like success. Yeah. And now you're like able to present your music to people constantly, like a hundred, 300, even 300 views is like 300 people who see it. So yeah. it's, it's a insane. pretty wild time. Yeah. yeah. It's crazy to even think that because like what's more mind boggling to me is people go, oh, man, this only got 300 views. And you're yes. like, only like 300 people saw that. And yes. mm-hmm. people that might go click on your Spotify and listen to you. You know, you don't know how much those 300 views actually affect you until yeah. you start like seeing it pile up, I guess. So and they yeah, absolutely do crazy. add up. I'm not pretending to be like a TikTok <laughs> expert or something like that. But I feel like we've ever since we started taking it more seriously and doing like you know, four posts a week or like now we're doing every, a post a day, but it's, exhausting. it's, it's, it's exhausting, but oh. you know, you never know when it's going to hit and you never know when something is going to really connect with people. Yeah, exactly. I, I struggle with that too. Cause like I, I posted like seemingly thousands of TikToks. It's not that many, but like, I, I try so hard in like, I've gotten like four semi-successful ones. Otherwise the other ones stay in that same kind of like range of a couple hundred. So yeah, I, I feel that too, because I'm still trying to grow my business too and try and get people listening so that they can hear people like you guys, people like Peyton Marie, people like Callie Rohde, all the people yeah. that I've had on here and like just bringing awareness to women in the scene and small artists. It's just, it's hard. So I definitely feel you guys. <laughs> well, keep posting. You're doing... Yeah. You guys You're too. <laughs> yeah, thank you. I'm it's it's hard. And once I graduate college, I know that it'll get a lot easier. So I'll have more time. <laughs> Absolutely. But yeah. Okay. Next question. Moving on here. So you guys vaguely mentioned a little bit earlier, but and I knew this ahead of time, but you guys are a couple. And so I'm just wondering <laughs> how that kind of like affects the like chemistry between like songwriting and just how that affects you guys as a band. Yeah. Um I don't do you want to answer this. You want me to answer this? <laughs> we each give our separate answer. Yeah, I mean, cool. Sounds good. <laughs> I, I, think, I think there's a lot of pros and cons. I mean, the pros, obviously, like, yeah. we're always together. Sure. So we can always write. We can always band practice. You know, if we're getting ready for a show, McCall and I can rehearse, like, mm-hmm. every day, you know, and it's not an issue. Um, but, you know, cons, obviously, if we're, like, struggling with a song, you know, that frustration <laughs> does carry over, you know, yeah. or if we're already in a fight or something like that. Like, it's going to make doing the music <laughs> difficult if we're, like, filming a TikTok, you know? Or, um, like, falls over here just <laughs> laughing, like, what fights? <laughs> oh, yeah. Couldn't be me. Absolutely not. <laughs> yeah. I would, say, I would say the hardest part is TikTok, honestly. That's probably the most difficult Yeah. Thing. Well, yeah. It's, it's 
tough. Obviously, you're going to butt heads when you're around somebody constantly. And then also trying to like, you have very strong opinions about something like creative things too. I feel like people can have a very strong direction and opinion on way, the way they want to do things. So then you have these two like people thinking about creative things just going. So good and bad. Yes. <laughs> that's why we that's why we bring in the co-writers yes. you know you have a you have a third opinion or a yeah. third and fourth opinion or something like that yeah that makes a lot of yeah. sense i i would imagine that was kind of what you guys would say you know it's like it's awesome but it also has its cons so Absolutely. yeah we yeah. were actually trying we were thinking up a tiktok concept that i really want to do and it's like the band goes to couples therapy basically <laughs> <laughs> and then it's that's just like hilarious. it's like you're you're making a joke out of it but you're also introducing like some like just like personal details so that people actually get the full picture of like what you what yeah. we do it's it's cool i i really like it despite obviously it's having unique its shortcomings sometimes but i love it like there's it, it's really cool to be able to create music with him and he's really really talented i'm happy to have him in my band oh, you, you as well. and my awesome. life <laughs> awesome that's so cute you guys oh my gosh uh that honestly sounds like the dream like I, I feel like everyone wishes that that was them and i remember when i when you guys had reached out to me and i was talking i was like okay so like what are you guys i was like are you friends are you because because like mike was was dming me and was like oh yeah Macau was up here doing this and that and we met and i was like okay What's the, yeah. What's the situation? I don't know. Right? <laughs> it's part yeah. of the mystery of the band. I was like, I don't want to ask weird questions, but I also want to know. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know if you know the band Oh Wonder, but they were like one of our biggest influences when we were like first making music because yeah. this, this was like four years ago or something. Yeah. And they were the exact style we wanted to be. And we were like, are they a couple? What are they? And then yeah. they got married. So we figured it out. Oh, but <laughs> I'm, I'm sure that I'm sure people get confused about whether or not we're dating too. Yeah. But hey, it'll make it easier for you guys to tour in the future because you don't have to like leave someone at home for like months. You guys can just tour together. That's exactly. pretty awesome. Leave your cat with like a friend, you know, it'll be cool. Or oh, take no. your cat on the He's road. He's coming with us. Keep <laughs> He's coming. Yes. Oh, absolutely. Your cat's like your baby. You got to take him with you. We're going to have to get the leash or something and put them by, <laughs> by the merch table. Honestly, everyone would go to the merch table. That's genius. <laughs> like, you got to put like a little like like sign on him to be like, give yeah. give me a tip if you pet me. Like give us tips. Like <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Forget I think that would be genius. <laughs> I love that. Traveling cat. Train him early. Oh yes. Okay. Well, you guys just released a song called Thanks. Tell us about it. I want to know everything about it. It's awesome. I've listened to it a few times oh. now. It's it's super good. I love it a lot. So tell oh, us about thanks, it. Thanks, man. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I know every time that somebody's like, your new song, thanks. I'm like, oh, thanks. Not even like <laughs> intentionally. Um, but yeah, we wrote this with our really talented co-writer friend here. Her name's Susie Bust. And um, it was our first write together ever. And I was like, yo, I want to do something like Michelle Branch, are you happy now? Because I was feeling that energy so hard. Um, I love Michelle Branch. And we started writing this. And I also had like the idea of like playing with um, thanks for the trouble. Thanks for your mm -hmm. trouble. Kind of flipping that because it's usually like a nice thing to say to people like thanks for your trouble. Mm -hmm. um, but it's like, oh, thanks for your trouble. Like <laughs> thanks for all of this, uh, you know, all these problems you caused me. Um, and eventually we came up with this this concept that's like, a, kind of a sarcastic break of anthem, like when you stay with somebody until you absolutely hate them, 
um, to the point where you're like, thank you for being so bad. Cause I like <laughs> finally got out of it. Um, so conceptually that's where it went. And then Mike absolutely crushed the first demo. Oh yes. It was so fun. <laughs> it's got that, like, you know, anthemic, um, we will rock you kind of like feeling yes. in the chorus, which I love. Awesome. And then we brought it to our producer here. Um, his name's Andrew Gomez. He's super talented. He works, I think with Peyton and yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and he works with John Harvey. I mean, he's had so so many bands, Drive Drive, a lot of really cool bands in Nashville, and he really brought it to life. Awesome. So, yeah. Cool. I think I got another question that kind of stemmed off of your answer. So, like, it's a breakup anthem, right? And you guys are dating. So, like, how do breakup songs come about? Is it from, like, past relationships or just kind of, like, made-up scenarios, I guess? So this was kind of a combo. Obviously, okay. it's been a long time since <laughs> I've had, either of us have had a breakup, for better yeah. or worse. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> and it was kind of just like looking back at some of the things that I've seen, like, for instance, my good friend. I don't want to give away. That's okay. We don't know. We don't know who you just we said. That's know. okay. She was dating somebody who was just terrible and you could see it from the outside and you saw all those signs and she could not until it got yeah. so bad that you're like okay she finally realized it and hated him and moved on yeah. um so kind of seeing those things and then writing about it I guess is more like a third person kind of view of it now that we're in this stable and healthy relationship writing about toxic pop punk <laughs> relationships it's different mm -hmm. but yeah. um it's so cool because I, you know, everybody has been through something like that. Oh, well, maybe not to the level that she went through, but everyone's yeah. had somebody in their life who they're like, got to cut, cut loose. Like, yeah, I definitely had that. My first relationship ever, I was like, I started dating this dude when I was like 14 and, and you're not developmentally there at all at 14. And I dated him for a couple of years and it was just like the worst experience of my life. And it like still affects me to this day, which sucks. Yeah. But like. That's okay. <laughs> it yep. is what it is. Yep, a yeah, a whole album dedicated to this one traumatic yeah. thing. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. Uh, yeah, but it's kind of cool, though, that you're taking inspiration from, like, not just your own life, though, but from other people's lives. Like, that's that's kind of cool. So I really yeah. like that. I've, I've never even really thought of that. I just, I guess for the most part, I'm like, I assume it comes from people's personal lives, you know? Mm -hmm. So that's cool. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. I mean, even from co-writers, you know, because the people we write with, you know, they're having their own you know, mm -hmm. different mm -hmm. relationship yep. problems or good things, you know? Yeah. yeah. And obviously you still like, if we're going to cut something, we want it to feel like us. Like this yeah. has to be a story that I can sing that Mike can, you know, play. And it's like authentic coming from us. But even when you're like talking to other people about their experiences, you become so like involved in this. It's like reading a book and then like yeah. writing a song about it. It's, it's wild. So yeah. it's cool. I love that inspiration can come from anything like we're we just watched this new tv show and i'm like should we write a song about that <laughs> show? it was so good oh my god yeah that's awesome like it's like seriously it's a good way to like make your music super unique and diverse too so you're not just writing the same like stupid like heartbreak song over and over again that you know especially if it's not personal to you then you don't feel so so many emotions when you're like performing it and stuff like that too so yeah that's awesome i Definitely. love that um do you guys have any live shows coming up at all? Are you guys planning on hitting the road anytime soon? 
anything like that? We don't have anything planned at the moment. We're definitely going to be playing some shows around Nashville mm -hmm. in the spring. Nice. Um, we maybe would, the summer too. Who knows if any tours are on the horizon? We'll see how TikTok yeah. does for us. <laughs> we would yeah. love to do like a couple hometown shows. Like we've kind of talked about it a bit. Like yeah, Boston, like Minnesota Mini Boston. Minneapolis. Oh my gosh. If you yeah. do that, I will be so there. Yeah. I will, I'll bring all my friends. I'll be like, guys, we are going to the Dawn show right now. You guys are coming with me. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah. Or if you come to Nashville. Yes. Hey. I, I've actually never been to Nashville and I feel like it's somewhere I really do need to visit because I think I'll probably end up moving there at some point. But is I feel it, like you'd like it. Is it like pretty warm most of the time? Because like or I, I don't will know. say right now it's for, it's 46 here, but we so okay. it's, not, it's not Minnesota cool. No, <laughs> but it's not warm. It's not Florida. Around. Yeah. 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 But it's nice well, in the spring and the fall. The it's, summer. It's gotta be so, nicer than uh, here, man. It just has to be. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. Maybe I'll bit. play it a move eventually, but not probably not love for that. a while. But yeah. Well, cool. I'm sure we'll be back in Minnesota too. So cool. Yeah. Well, I'll keep an eye out for that. You guys better let me know as soon as oh, you know absolutely. you're gonna play in Minnesota because I will be there. And it would be really cool one day to see you guys at First Avenue. That would be really, oh, that would be so dream, cool. <laughs> a dream, dream. Even uh, 7th Street entry, I'd be like, Yes. Oh, my God. I know. We got to tag awesome. like an opening spot yeah. or something. That'd, That'd be, be sick. really cool. Yeah. Do it. And who knows? <laughs> maybe maybe I'll find some way to figure out if I can get you guys there. That would be awesome. I, I would I be it. more than willing to get you guys up here. So. I love it. <laughs> awesome. Alrighty, we're gonna move on here with the next question. So cool. the next thing I got for you here is what musicians or bands inspire you guys' music style? It's like this wild mix of artists. I'm gonna I'm gonna run you. <laughs> I mean, we listen to everything. Yeah. Too. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> nice. honestly, when we were growing up, like both of us were super into pop punk. Like yeah, boys like girls. Boys like girls was from my Paramore. hometown, and oh, we, yeah. we had met them before. That was like my wow. My original band I was in, like that was like what we were like wanted to be yeah. so there's awesome. still a huge influence there's some really good pictures of his boy band if you want them, <laughs> i can send them over <laughs> absolutely send me whatever you guys want it would be great it's amazing but yeah obviously huge inspirations kind of went through like an indie rock phase for a bit like mgmt like uh gosh there and then of course like there was a whole electronic thing odessa was a huge inspiration for us for a bit which I think is kind of cool pulling in all these different genres, like even 70s, like Fleetwood Mac, all of these areas, I feel like we kind of cherry pick the things that we really like and try and incorporate them. Um, right now, I think like grunge, like pop rock, that's been feeling us like Pale Waves is probably yes. like my favorite artist right now because they do such a good job with that. Like they're all of their albums, like, Mm -hmm. A little bit 1975, a lot of angst, and yeah, um, they're awesome. I, I've only heard a little bit of their stuff, but I I do like what I've heard from them, so they're super good. It's great. And awesome. um, who who else would you say? Uh, Ren for short was one oh, for Ren a while. For short. I don't know. Charlotte Sands. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah, I've been really into Charlotte Sands lately too, and I had her I think on like the fourth episode of the podcast too. So nice. I didn't get oh, to interview amazing. her, but yeah, it was it was cool though. I I did some research on her. She's she's really up and coming so she's awesome definitely mm -hmm. yeah and mike i'm sure has he's been very oh, into I've, been midwest all, emo. I've been into midwest emo i don't know what it is <laughs> but it's just like that's all i listen to these days yeah. i mean it's just like a guitar thing because like you know 
it doesn't have to necessarily be the kind of music we want to make, but I just like listening to it. Yeah. Yeah. I obviously still love just like all sorts of alt rock. Like the story so far is mm-hmm. probably my favorite band. Nice. Um, yeah. And awesome. there's a ton of other like smaller ones I've been listening to too. Yeah. It's <laughs> kind of funny because like the things he listens for, like very guitar production oriented. And I'm always listening, like, is that a catchy like vocal? Is that a really catchy like song riff? So it when you start to like write to it kind of like influences who you're listening to, which is yeah, weird. But yeah, that's so cool because like I definitely my brain works like both of those directions too because like so many of my friends are like oh wow the lyrics are so good and I'm like did you hear those drums though I'm like did you (laughs) did you hear what that guitar was doing like and they're like no I I mean it was good and I'm like what do you mean it was good it was amazing like that's super cool you guys can like bring together your two like talents you know when you're writing I love that so much I think I saw TikTok recently it was like I listened to a lot of Hot Mulligan and like they're all over TikTok <laughs> too, but yeah. somebody was like, like, what is he even saying in the songs? I was like, <laughs> I actually couldn't name you one lyric, but I still love it. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's how I feel about like, um, there's so much follow boy. I don't even know what he's saying. Like, honestly, I, I'm just like, yeah. oh, man, this is so great. And like, I don't know. I, I haven't gotten into Hot Mulligan. Some of their stuff, like I think it is the fact that I can't understand him sometimes that I'm like, I don't, I don't know why. Cause yeah. they were at sad Summerfest, and um, my good friend Sadie like loves them. And I know a couple of my other friends love them and they were like going hard in the pit. And I was just here like, please don't like hurt me. And I'm like, I'm so <laughs> tiny. Like, <laughs> oh I, I can see you getting thrown around in a pit. <laughs> I, I also pull a bit back. I like to dance in the corner yeah. of my own. Yeah. It's a scary vibe, man. Like it, it depends on the vibe. Like sometimes I'm in the mood for it, but other times I'm like, oh my gosh. Like I think I, I'm moshed to like to turbulent by water parks because yeah. it was like their it's their closer like every time. Mm-hmm. And I I literally like someone pushed me and I almost fell into the crowd and this dude like caught me like a football and I was like thank you dude I don't know you but you saved my life like (laughs) ridiculous there's like this whole thing about the pit rules right like you always pick somebody up so yep exactly he He did he he saw me going in like slow motion and I was I'm I'm grateful for that guy I don't know who he was but thank you shout out the guy (laughs) if you remember who I was if I yeah whatever thank you Oh my gosh. But anyway, we talked a lot about, you know, favorite musicians and stuff that inspires you. So like, who would be your guys's like dream tour? Like, who would you want to go on tour with the most? I love oh, asking yeah. this question. <laughs> I mean, I Fall Out Boy, I would say they're like probably one of my favorite bands all time. But, yes. it has to, but they have to play all of From Under the Cork Tree. Yeah. Yes. That's, that's like <laughs> the album that got me into music. Them and Green Day were like my two bands back in like, yes. high school. I, yes. I love that answer. For me, I'm going to come back in with this like fierce femme energy again. I would yeah. love to do like an all female, like I'm counting my goodness. <laughs> yeah. I'll but, just like, in the corner. <laughs> like, I mean, honestly, like any of the female artists you mentioned, if we had like a whole like females in pop punk, like festival, that would be yes. the dream for me. Like pale waves could be there. I will count Heather. She can, she can be there. She supports the feminine energy for that band. Maybe yes. at the altar. Yes. I just yeah. feel like it has been so dominated by boy bands for so long. I just want that like other side to hit, you know? Yes, I agree. And I, I've been thinking about this the last few weeks too. I, I would love so much to try and organize. I don't know how I would do this, but I want to get in touch with all of these like women artists or women led musicians yeah. and just like 
get a festival going and I don't know how to do it. So if someone listening knows how to do it, help me out yes. because I, I want to do it so bad. Like I even, I want to get like hot milk on there. Cause like Hannah, like even though I think the other guy's name's Jim, right? Is that his name? I don't yes. know his name. I don't I know didn't... either, but I know, I know Hannah very well. And um, so cool. I would love to get, to get them on there. I'd love to get Stand Atlantic. I'd love to get like Callie Peyton. I'd love to get literally anyone that we can that's female led that's in the alt pop rock pop that's pop awesome. whatever i would love to do a festival like that i think it would be so fun so here here yeah. yes exactly <laughs> and then oh man what about avril too we could get her you know okay uh, if avril organized <laughs> this Next oh my level. god someone needs to figure out how to talk to avril and get this to happen <laughs> We haven't even mentioned Paramore either. Oh, shit. I, I think I mentioned okay. Paramore like once, but. <laughs> I feel like Paramore, she, do, I mean, obviously Haley Williams, um, phenomenal. But for some reason, it it's, she's like the first person that people go to for like, probably because she was one of the first female artists to really. And like, one of the biggest. Yeah, that's yeah, fair. Yeah. But I also like want to draw attention to other female pop punk. Yeah. Alt pop artists. For so. sure. Yeah. But she, Haley Williams. She's obviously she, the queen. Yeah. She, 100%. <laughs> Avril and her just joint festival. Yeah. I'm in. Which like I've talked about this a lot on other episodes too. It's like I love Avril. I love Paramore. I love them both so much. But it's like it is sad that they're like the only ones that people think of when they think yeah. like pop punk women. Like it's sad and like it needs to change. So hence why I'm getting you guys on here, getting exposure, you know, and trying to lift you guys up as much as I can because we need more of that representation around. And I just I love seeing it. And like I honestly hadn't listened to a lot of female artists at all like prior to like I don't know 2019 probably and then I slowly started listening to more finding more that I liked and then as I started doing this it's like well I I'm finding so many incredible artists I'm like why didn't I do this sooner you know so I just I hope that I kind of get other people on the bandwagon as well you know that's amazing you are a legend keep doing it I love (laughs) that I'm I'm just some girl in her bedroom so I'm doing my best aren't we all aren't <laughs> yes we, all? we are and I, I mean, think not that's, you. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's important for people to know that too that it's like we're all just people too because I feel like people get so like you know mesmerized by others and they're like wow they're so cool and it's like sure they're cool but they are just people you got to remember that too mm-hmm. so 100%. yeah it's awesome yeah Alrighty. so talking more on icons yeah. and you know what would be like a song that has been written by another artist that you wish that you would have written yourself. This okay. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna just say this because it's the first thing that came to my brain. I I, I feel like I know what you're gonna say. And... <laughs> you don't want me to say no, it. No, no, go for it. I just, <laughs> I'm trying to see if I'm right. Okay. Well, now you're gonna just say it that you're right, no matter what. Now <laughs> I'm curious. I now I gotta know. <laughs> so okay, everybody. I feel like there's like this weird phenomenon where people kind of have the same ideas at the same time, and then it's like whoever executes them first. So Olivia Rodrigo, good for you. Yeah. I had that song, <laughs> like that song title in my drafts. I was ready to write it, and then she like popped off with it. I was like, oh damn! All right, mm-hmm. time like to I delete lost, that idea. <laughs> I lost my shot. Darn it! <laughs> and it's it's such a good song. I mean, it's it it's very very misery business so i guess ultimately misery business would be the one that i'd be like that is that's the song but yes honestly though i will say probably um sugar we're going down by fallout boy because the their lyricism they are just like so clever true they are it's so good yeah and like i was mentioning with fallout boy and how like 
half the time I don't know what they're saying. And I remember it was um, God, what song is that called? I don't remember anymore. That's the other problem with them is I don't remember what half their songs are called because they're so long. Yep. Or you know, but um, I was always just like, man, I don't know what they're saying. I look up the lyrics and I go, he this wrote that. I was so like, I'm like that's what the lyrics are. This is so good. This is crazy. Yep. Like oh, I everything is just. Like it's like next level clever like poetic and then somehow it still <laughs> sounds really good and that's exactly. kind of like the struggle like if you're trying to be too clever or like sometimes it doesn't make sense for people it's a very fine line and they just crushed it in that song yeah. i don't know which song you would have wished you wrote you're still yeah, let's oh, no, I, I was i was saying good for you i thought that was what you were gonna say and i was absolutely right um i don't know about songs i wish i'd wrote i probably would have said the same thing as mccall but i was just remembering we also like at the same time, like Mad at Disney came oh, yeah. out, we had a song that was like somewhat similar, yeah. but obviously not as well executed, which was called Lonely Ever After, which is, you know, opposed to Happily Ever After. It's Lonely yeah. Ever After because we were like, you know, always a little late. Yeah, please. always, always a little late. <laughs> it sucks because they're like, it, it also takes such a long time for us to, to put things out just because we're small have to get a producer timelines and stuff yeah um so probably people have you know something happens people start to have all these ideas and then we're just like slow to the go but it's okay we'll get that's okay you just keep writing what you're writing and writing how you feel and release it and people like it anyway i guarantee it like fingers crossed yes (laughs) you got this um so then yeah going off of what you guys have personally written what is your favorite song that you guys have ever written slash released whichever one you know yeah honestly thanks has been my favorite i feel like it was the perfect combo of like i thought it was witty and fun like it has kind of different moods which i love with songs where like you can go through one part and feel one way and then it changes the energy completely um yeah, I don't know. I, I really like it. You can literally drive down the highway at night listening to the first part and you're like super sad and then you get to the chorus and you can just scream it and like get super angry. And that's that's yes. my favorite. So Love I don't that. Know. Yeah, that's one of my favorites as well. I think it's also one of the funnest to play live, yeah. which is always what nice. I'm like thinking of when I'm judging a song. I'm like, which of these do I enjoy like to play and perform mm-hmm. the most? So totally. Nice. Yeah. So yeah, I like that one too. That one is one of my favorites as well. So That's good answer. Awesome. I love that. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right, moving on again. So going back to like music festivals and stuff, um, obviously I feel like that's a big dream for a lot of artists is to, you know, participate in music festivals. So like what would be a dream one that you guys would really like to like headline or just be a part of at least in the future? Totally. Well, my favorite festival that we've been to, which Mike probably disagrees with was hangout <laughs> festival because it was on the beach so you oh have my like gosh. the beach the like the concert the performance and then you're just like having a drink watching like amazing artists and you know Fun. next to the beach um so i would love to play there but where is that one at hangout festival that's the gulf shore so the weather is like alabama so good oh my god yeah it's, that sounds incredible <laughs> it's awesome that yeah, would be, that was a good time yeah i think my favorite festival we had been to was firefly festival which was over in delaware yeah which, i don't know it's just something magical about it because you were like in this forest and all you're like i don't know you could get lost like trying to figure out your way through like the maze the different stages but that was just like probably my best time at a yeah. festival 
Nice. So I would love to go play that one. But I loved um, Lollapalooza too. We were just there like a year ago. Honestly, any or festival. A we'll year take, and a half ago. I don't even remember. We'll take any yeah, festival. We'll take anything. <laughs> I think I think we just need to resurrect uh warp tour. Like I, I think we say. I think we oh, need yeah. to get that back again because I like does anyone know why it died? I don't know what happened with them because I don't, I don't know. It, it I seemed like it, it was so popular. <laughs> I think it kind of happened around the same time that pop punk fell off and they just couldn't like draw the crowds probably and they're like this uh, is just not not worth it anymore but I don't know that's me making up reasons for why. They yeah. probably just got lazy and they're like all right it's done. <laughs> probably. Maybe the company shut down. I don't know. Yeah, I I, I thought it was um I don't know. Because they, they tried to bring it, they're bringing it back, obviously, right. with when you were young. Yes. And with that, really- and then they've got Sad Summerfest as well. Like, they, they started that, like, the year after Warp Tour decided it was done. And that one, that yeah. one's pretty awesome, too. And I was actually pretty sad because I'm I'm a young and okay. I didn't go to, like, uh, <laughs> to Warp Tour when I was, like, 14 and stuff. I went to my first one when I was 17. And, no, I was 18 then. And that was, like, the last year it was happening. So I was like, man, I love Warp Tour. And I had wanted to go for so many years, but I just hadn't because I was, I was young and just didn't get around to it. But, yeah, so I was really sad that I was the only one I got to experience. And then Sad Summerfest came around, and I was like, Okay, this is just as cool. It's indoors for most of the times. So, like, you know, weather doesn't really affect it. So I thought that was really cool too. So there, there was something really cool about Warp Tour though, because it felt like very like like it wasn't a corporate thing. Like it felt more yeah. like the bands were coming together and doing yeah. it rather than somebody's like putting on this festival. It felt like a community thing, which was really awesome. That's I- true. I don't know if we'll have that again. I think things are going to feel more like yeah. the company Maybe organized. it was something about the fact that it was a traveling festival and that was just probably really hard to do because I don't know if there's yeah. any of those. Yeah, right. that's. I didn't even think about that because I suppose most festivals don't really like travel per se. So yeah. I guess, yeah, Sad Summer Fest is the closest thing to that. And then like when we, when we were young has like two days or four or i don't even know how many they're doing next year so yeah i don't know but, we we really wanted to go and then mike was like this might be a scam maybe we should wait until <laughs> next year and then it was real, was, yeah yeah there was so much talk about that and i don't exactly know why people thought it was a scam i think it's because the the sheer amount of like yes. huge artists that were going to be on there and people were like this is going to be a disaster there's no way it's going to work out and apparently the one that wasn't canceled by wind was actually really good so i'm looking forward to hopefully going next year i'm gonna try and plan a group of friends to go out we'll get a hotel and i'm just i just want to you know rock with my favorite band i think that would be dope so that's awesome yeah maybe yeah. we'll see you there yeah that would be awesome I, I keep talking to everyone in the interviews and i'm like they all want to go next year and i'm like let's just have a big meetup because I, I haven't met any of you in person and i would love to so it would oh, be yeah. super cool Hell awesome. yeah. Love that. No, they're gonna have to do like two weeks next year. There's gonna be so many people who want to go. <laughs> I, I bet they started selling tickets too, and they're probably already I think oh, they, they, they started selling them like the week before the first festival. So right. like which I thought was kind of stupid because like everyone was already really skeptical about it. So it, it was interesting to me. I'm like, why would you start selling these like a year in advance? Like a little strange, but I don't know. <laughs> I don't what do I know? I'm just a girl in my bedroom. So yeah, I'm here girl. <laughs> Love it. Oh my gosh. Alrighty. Let's see. My next question for you guys. Yeah. So you guys talked a little bit about, you know, we talked about thanks. We talked about some of your other stuff and it sounds like you got more music coming. So like, what do, what do we have to expect from you guys in the future here, upcoming, you know, near future for new releases? You want me to take this or do you want to take this? You, you start her off. Okay. I got you. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. So we've got, 
I think about another five, six songs like lined up in terms of stuff that we want to put out next year. And nice. right now we're just like getting production squared away. Mm -hmm. um, definitely planning on putting out some things in January, February in that time frame. We got a music video we're hoping to shoot yeah. for one of our singles called Depressed in Heaven, which we mentioned. Super cool. It's currently we're working with the idea of Euphoria meets Six Sense. So Ooh, that'll be so cool. I'm super yeah. excited to see that. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's that's gonna be crazy because we we did one music yeah. video for our song Mixed Signals, um, but that was pretty much like I mean it was a cool concept, but it was not like, like crazy like special effects or anything like that. And this one might be kind of wild. So yeah. I'm Ooh. interested to see it. It'll be like our first legit music video. So that'll be Sweet. really, really cool. Um, yeah, that's exciting news. I'm yeah. excited to see it when it comes out. Thank awesome. you. Yeah. I think and I then think... maybe like an EP or something like that. Yeah. We're probably gonna do a bunch of singles, but we're probably gonna do like an EP that with all the ones that are like sound the same. You we know? wanted to release an EP called Unrelease This because <laughs> We love those comments on TikTok, so we might as well just make a full EP dedicated I, to that. <laughs> I will literally never understand why people go into people's like comments like that and are just like, I hate this. It's like, just scroll past. It's so easy. Like, who cares? Like, we were literally just talking about this. Like, what is the ROI on that? We literally hate it, nothing. but for some reason it drives more traffic to it's your true. video. So I'm like... So everyone telling you to unrelease it is accidentally giving you more algorithm push. So yeah. I guess thank you. I, I guess thanks? <laughs> question mark. <laughs> it's funny because I I actually follow this girl on TikTok. Um, she she doesn't like make music or anything, but she like is very much like alt and stuff, and she has like she has like the fun hair and stuff, and she does all the TikToks to like old like punk music, and she purposefully does videos where she gets people to get mad at her. Like she she'll be like. If you know all of these ones, like you're you're a true pop punk fan and she'll just sit there and not sing any of them and then pull out another video where she sings all of them and all the people in the haters and the comments yeah. are like, you're not a real pop punk fan. How can you how can you do this? And she's like, I'm proving my point here. You yeah. guys, you don't need to be mean. Like, <laughs> yeah, you don't, you don't need to know every single song, every word, every anything to consider yourself a fan of anyone, you know, like. It's Absolutely. just interesting yeah. how toxic the um, community has gotten around music, especially in like gatekeeping and stuff. Like, yeah. I just don't get you know, it. <laughs> no, like gatekeeping fans, gatekeeping Industry artists. Plans. I don't know why music <laughs> should be a positive thing. I it should. I don't. And then like so many fans think that they're like in control of the artists too. And they're like, they feel like they're the only ones that should have the attention of the artists and it's like dude they're just people man and they just make music that you like like there's yeah. no need to fight people over it like you should actually support them getting big so they can make yeah. a living and make yes. more music <laughs> yes exactly like oh it's just it just breaks my heart every time I see stuff like that I'm like who cares like like water parks just released their um their tour this week and they haven't even like gone on sale yet it's still in pre-sale and they've like sold out of like all the vip like most of the pre-sale tickets and yeah. pe some people are going to like upwards of 20 of the shows and people are like getting mad at them and i'm like why do you care how they spend that money like they love a band you're just jealous because they get to see them more than you like who cares yeah absolutely <laughs> here to have a good time just let it be <laughs> it's oh crazy gosh. internet it bro internet's wild okay <laughs> well let's see i think i'm out of main questions for you guys so it's been really nice having you guys here and is there yeah. anything else that you guys like want to say to the listeners you know um anything that you want us to know before we let you guys go here yeah if you're 
watching this and you're still here you can 100 percent go through any of our videos and comment on releases and we will thank you for it <laughs> i i know I, I for sure have some listeners that'll go ahead and do that mm. let's see tom i'm looking at you tom i know you're gonna listen to this you're gonna do it so <laughs> oh my gosh i'll do it too as soon as we're off the call i'll do it <laughs> i'm releasing this with a little bit of like a little heart with a little, little heart, little emoji heart thing. sparkles yes God. That's love my it. favorite emoji. I love that <laughs> yeah. one, like unironically. <laughs> so Perfect. Anything well, from you, Mike? No, just thanks so much for yeah. listening and hope you hope you like the tracks. Yeah. Awesome. And thank you, Sydney, for having us. This has been amazing. So yes. nice to finally meet you and be here all chatting yeah, thank and getting you for setting this up. It's yeah. been awesome. Yeah, this has been super awesome. And thank you guys so much for taking the time to come on here with me. And I've honestly been having like such a weird day. So having this has honestly just like brightened my mood. And you guys are Aww. so smiley. so, so easy to talk to. So thank you guys for making my first little like, you know, video interview go so smoothly. And everyone listening, go listen to Thanks. Go listen to all of their songs that they've got out now and everything okay. to come. So thank you guys so much. And have a great day. Thanks for coming Bye. by. You too. Thanks for having us. All right, pop punk enthusiasts. That was Dawn. I hope you guys really enjoyed the interview I did with them. I had a lot of fun, I know. And it was super cool having them live and actually with me and talking with me and having a conversation instead of just me talking in a microphone. So I hope you guys really enjoyed that. And if you liked it, let me know in the comments on my Instagram how much you enjoyed this episode. A reminder, once again, you will be able to see the video version of the interview on my Patreon in just a little bit once I get it completely edited for you guys. You can subscribe to any one of the tiers and it will get you access to the video. So I know some people really like to see the facial expressions and the people behind the microphones. So if that's something you're interested in, go ahead, check out my Patreon. And the link for that is on my website and I'll link it again on my Instagram as well. Another quick reminder for you all that you can listen to every one of my featured artists on the Pop Punk Promo Season 1 playlist that I've got on Spotify. That is also linked on my website and I link it on Instagram pretty often as well. And in addition to that, I've also got a holiday playlist out right now, which features a bunch of different pop punk holiday songs. Some of them are featured artists, some of them aren't. It's just a nice little playlist to get you into the spirit of things considering Christmas is the end of this week already, which is insane. Make sure you check out that playlist to get into the holiday spirit. With that, that's all I've got for you guys this week. So I really hope that you enjoyed my first ever video and live interview with Dawn. Go check them out. They've got some incredible songs out, including their brand new single, Thanks. So make sure you check them out. And thanks so much, guys. Have a great week. Happy holidays if you celebrate. I hope you guys have a great weekend with your friends and family. So have a good one, guys. We'll catch you next week. See you later.